0: Welcome to the Soul Traveler podcast, an exploration of conscious living with your host, Jennifer Mitchell of The Soul Experience. Join Jennifer as she explores the quantum realms of the subconscious mind and all aspects of spirituality. Driven by curiosity and a thirst for knowledge, topics will stretch the boundaries of your imagination and revive your mind, body, and soul.
1: Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Soul Traveler podcast. I am your host, Jennifer Mitchell. Today, I am here with TK, who helps guide people through the journey of awakening by using the ancient tool of breathwork combined with sound healing and meditation. Welcome to the show today, TK. How are you?
2: I'm doing great. Thanks for having me, Jennifer.
1: Yes, I'm so excited to chat all about breath work and learn more about this amazing modality. We were just talking offline or telling you I had the chance to experience it for the first time last month. And so I'm so excited to have you on to help educate listeners about benefits. I'd love if you could start off by telling us a little bit about your journey and how did you get into this line of work?
2: Yeah, absolutely. So I've been on my spiritual awakening journey since i guess 2019 so it's been about five years Mm -hmm. and in that journey we tend to look to find ourselves, or look for clarity look for purpose in life and what is the meaning of life and so when we go down this rabbit hole i think we start to explore different tools or modalities to help us heal and help us remember who we are and so when it comes to breath work, I ended up on a mastermind called Know Thyself in mm-hmm. the beginning of this year. And it was to my surprise that he brought in holotropic breath work on week five, and it was to connect with ourself. And I've done breath work before, like in 2018 with Wim Hof in San Jose. So that was my first introductory class to mm-hmm. breath work. And it's a lot of deep breathing in a short amount of time. And it allows us to reach altered states of consciousness. But I had a beautiful experience with Wim Hof, got exposure to code, and through the breath, I was able to really calm my nervous system and understand the benefits of code therapy and breath work. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't really until beginning of this year in January where I really was really inspired and amazed, but had a very co-found experience through This breath technique called holotropic breathwork, Mm. and holotropic was invented by a psychiatrist in the 70s, Stanislav Grof, and him and his wife were researching, uh, basically the altered states of bliss that we can achieve through LSD, and when LSD got banned in the 70s, he started his research at Johns Hopkins University, diving into a deep breath work that could actually create the same mystical or spiritual experience. And what I tie it to is really your pineal gland being activated and a DMT, a dimethyltryptamine molecule being released in your third eye. And that's where people will have a mystical experience or have a spiritual awakening of some sort. And this is where it gets very interesting. The holotropic breath work that was invented was like a three, four hour session. So imagine deep breathing and that's just one gear. And if you step it into two gears, which is what I guide Mm -hmm. through a musical journey, you can reach these states of ecstasy or bliss or awakening or self-realization or have even visions come through to you or even release trauma that's Mm -hmm. stuck in the body all within probably one hour. So my journey is a two-hour experience, 60, around three minutes of holotropic followed by a beautiful sound bath to Mm down-regulate your system. And so when I experienced this in January, within 40 minutes, my body was all tingling, Mm -hmm. completely numbed, and I felt the energy from my kundalini rising to my pineal, to my crown, and just being in this ecstasy, blissful state. And when I was able to get to that state, I was like, wow, this is possible without plant medicine? And that's where it really shocked me to understand that we could actually reach these other states of altered consciousness. And at the end of the day, what we're doing is reprogramming ourselves. We're going deep within our subconscious to basically heal the trauma that surfaces up during a deep breath work, because that's when they call it a somatic release where you have stored emotions trapped in the body that gets released through that breath work technique. That's when I started getting into it. I started training with Montak Chia, a grandmaster Taoist that teaches also many forms of Qi Kong and breath work. Breath work led me to Qi Kong. And to also explore how our energy centers move throughout our body and how do we remove these blockages that reside within these chakras, which was very foreign to me years ago, but now I understand the importance of the chakras, the breathing, all these are tools to help us be able to reprogram ourselves and become better versions of ourselves.
1: I have a few questions, so... (laughs) You mentioned about being exposed to code or accessing code. Can you expand a little bit on exactly what that means? And so that happened when you first started doing the the breath work several years back. Is that correct?
2: Yes. Yes, that's correct.
1: was that like a download of source code that you received?
2: I would say it's more of a mental toughness that you build through the breath, allowing you to get into different states of calmness and serenity. So it's like the way I look at breath is that even in holotropic at a point, it gets really hard and you have to keep pushing through. And once you're able to surrender to the experience and let the body do what it's made to do naturally through this deep breath work, like yogis use pranayama, it's very similar to holotropic except we're breathing heavily through the nose, right? Um, holotropic is all through the mouth and it oxygenates the body much faster and it ties with the vagus nerve is tied to the autonomic nervous system which regulates heart rate our breath our digestive health and so if you think about that how we react to life in any given situation whether you're in a meditative state or when you're in a reactive state let's say if you got into a little minor car accident like That's going to change your breath and the rate of your breath and how you react to it. So when we look at heat exposure or cold exposure, understand that the control of the breath can allow you to be in a state of mind or state of being where you can surrender to that cold and not freak out, so to speak. And that's the beauty of combining breathwork and using it to climb high altitudes like Wim Hof does, right? Climbing Mount. Everest in shorts, how is that possible? It's because he's mastered the breath.
1: So when you said, trying not to freak out, (laughs) when I had my first breathing fear, like my first breath work experience. I didn't know what that feeling was like until I started to feel it in my body. And I was like, I got a little scared (laughs) because I, I didn't know that my body could feel like that. And so I did push through it and it was like so amazing. My entire body was tingling from head to toe. And it's definitely something that I'm really interested in continuing mm-hmm. to experience. And I, I can see the benefits also through trauma release because I do a lot of trauma release work in my my own field, which is quantum healing. But okay. when I was in that space, TK, like, I have like memories popping up that I didn't expect. And it was like That's surfacing cool. like these memories. And I was like what is this? (laughs) And so I definitely could see how it will help to release emotions that are trapped in the body. One thing like with the type of work that I do through quantum hypnosis is when my clients are releasing the deep-rooted trauma or memories resurfacing is that the body will start to move to process the emotions. Do you see that as well with the breath work when people are in that state of going through that?
2: Yes, it could be a blockage, like in a chakra, for example, something stored also in our organs. So all throughout our body, where a somatic release, you could see someone's having difficulty maybe in their chest and just being able to just tap into their chest or their heart, wherever that is, it could be like in the neck, it could be in the face, it could be just throughout our body. So what was wild is I had that blissful DMT release which is very powerful. And so once I experienced that, I went to Costa Rica in March and I had a one-on-one session with a Reiki Zen, like Buddhist healer that did breath work one-on-one. And what happened in that was that I didn't even notice I had childhood trauma that surfaced up and she would hit certain parts of my neck. And even in parts of my side where she felt the emotions being stuck and just her releasing certain areas like that, like even in my neck, that was so painful. And also my chest, there was a lot of, I had a lot of pain right here and it's like just released and it's an energetic release. And that's how I can best explain it is that these are stored in the body and also that's what causes illness and disease as well when we store this trauma and we're not able to let go of it. So the holotropic breathwork allows us to tap into that into the body to release these blockages. And it's an energetic purge and release. That's why most people always after holotropic will feel much lighter and clearer. And it's because they are able to release all that stored trauma.
1: Hey, soul Travelers, pardon the interruption, but I just have to tell you about quantum healing hypnosis because one session forever changed my life and now I'm living my purpose to help others just like you. I was so lost in my life and absolutely miserable in my career until I received the guidance needed from my higher self. Now I'm spreading awareness about the life-changing modality of quantum healing hypnosis. In one single session, you will spend the day journeying deep into your subconscious mind and unlock the hidden wisdom within. You'll revisit a past life, explore what your soul does between lifetime. Your subconscious mind will scan your body, looking for health concerns, and perform self-healing. You'll even connect directly to the Akashic Records so that you can get your most important life questions answered. Quantum healing hypnosis is absolutely nothing like a traditional hypnosis session. And you know that everything is 100% legitimate? Because nothing is being filtered through a third party practitioner, and your higher self will never misguide you. Your session is audio recorded, so that you could listen back and play all of the advice that your higher self spoke to you under hypnosis. So if you're ready for personal growth and a positive change, then it's time to discover the essence of who you truly are. Book a session with me today at thesoulexperiences.com. Now back to the show. I have a question. What is fire breath? And is that different than regular breath work or is it the same?
2: So there's different techniques of breath work and each are going to use, have different type of, I would say, benefits. Mm -hmm. So if you are looking for like a good morning routine and you want to get into a cleared mind, you want to help regulate your breathing. Fire breath is just through the nose and it's like a yogic practice as well for clearing and to stabilize the digestive system, to clear out any brain fog and to get more clarity in your brain function. So these are all like tools that we can use just like someone would wake up and go for a jog or do jumping jacks. So what framework or method of breath work can I use right now based on how I feel? So fire breath, I would say, I like to use it to clear any mental fogness, to get more brain functionality in a rapid session. I can do like just three minutes of that and be in a completely different state of consciousness. So that's how breathwork is used. And it's like, for example, the number one breathwork method I use to remove myself of any anxiety or just anxiousness is to just breathe slower. So I'll do a five second inhale through the nose Mm -hmm. and a five second exhale through the nose. And I'll do that as many times as possible. But just three, four rounds of that alone will calm you. And it's just how aware are we of our breath? And that's the beauty of breath is once you discover the beauty of the breath is that we can use the control of the breath to change the way we feel about ourselves in the current given any given situation.
1: And you mentioned earlier about the pineal gland and how breathwork can help to open up the pineal gland. And I know that there's so many things right now in society to products, <laughs> toothpaste and water and things like that that calcify and block the pineal gland. So can breathwork help to remove the calcification of the pineal gland?
2: I don't know the scientific proof on that, but I would say Breath work would absolutely help Mm -hmm. awaken yourself. And awakening is tied to the third eye. It's our spiritual eye. So the more work we do, spiritually, we can open up this third eye. And breath work is one method to reach these states of consciousness, to connect with our soul, connect with our true being as closely as possible. And I feel the emotional traumas and things that get released, it's like an onion peeling Mm -hmm. itself And we want to get to the core, which is our true being, our divine essence that is in that core. And that's what breathwork allows us to do. And if we constantly do breathwork as a habit, I believe that it will provide you more sense of clarity and more spiritual awareness and help you along your journey as well.
1: I love history. So I'd love to know about the origins of breathwork because I know it is an ancient practice. So what can you tell us about the origins of breath work?
2: One I've used basically for my live events, the Awaken with Om. You can go to Awaken with Om and experience this. We have half day and one day live events, but I use holotropic, which was invented in the 70s. Mm-hmm. However, other forms of similar types of breath work have been practiced for thousands of years, especially yeah. in the yogic traditions. Pranayama, mm-hmm. for example, is goes thousands of years back and these types of breath work are used by monks and yogis to reach certain states of consciousness and to use it as a form of meditation but also for healing and clearing and aligning oneself with your true self and so it's been practiced for thousands of years i say different forms have taken into different practices and cultures. But I would say breathwork has been around for thousands of years. And it's a beautiful thing. It's just remembering that these tools have always been here for us. And now it's becoming a little more, I feel, mainstream Mm -hmm. because people are at this juncture in, in this world where people have a lot of healing to do. They have a lot of trauma to release. And breathwork is a beautiful way to explore these modalities without having to dive deep into plant medicine, because I think plant medicine is not for everyone and it's not recommended for everyone. Yeah. So imagine if you can do that healing all through the natural breath, that is a beautiful thing. And to also mention Kong and Tai Chi, Qigong is energy movement and it's a form of meditation and it uses the breath to do these moves on the inhale, exhale, between the inhale and the exhale, Sees all these intricacies of using Qigong and another form of advanced Qigong is Tai Chi, where you see probably old Chinese elders in a park somewhere and moving beautifully with their bodies and breathing beautifully. Those are all forms of breath work that's been practiced for thousands and thousands of years, right? It has always been around. And now, what's interesting, and we're finding different modalities of how to take that breath and how to introduce it to people without having to go to the Amazon jungle of Peru to sit with plant medicine when you can have similar benefits and experiences just through the breath. And that's yeah. one thing that I, I, that's what I'm really called upon to bring into the world is introducing people to these ancient practices of Qigong, breathwork, Tai Chi biohacking, all these tools that are available to us in a natural capacity.
1: I really love that you touched, you know, plant medicine is not for everybody because I myself personally, I can't do it for medical reasons. And I see it so mainstream and I'm really interested in the benefits, but I'm not able to do it. So I love that you mentioned that because I'm sure that there's a lot of other people out there who are maybe in a similar situation as myself who want to have access to those benefits without not necessarily having to sit with the medicine. And then also to yep. your point too, as we start to awaken more as a society, I'm really happy to see that a lot of these modalities and ancient tools and techniques are becoming more mainstream, thanks to people like you, who your life, you're dedicating your life's work to helping spread awareness about these tools.
2: Yeah, absolutely. It's It's been very interesting because like people will, after the event, be like, wow, I was able to see through my third eye for the very first time and you activated my pineal, and it was like, no, I allowed the environment to activate your pineal. I created the container. I created the safe space so you can surrender to your own power and your magic that is truly within you and within all of us. That is the beauty that I like to bring to the world is that you can feel DMT release from your pineal. You can awaken this gland, this third eye for a deep spiritual experience and an awakening if you truly desire it and so i've experienced this multiple times and i can tell you that the science is there and the tools are there it's like are you willing to surrender are you willing to go into the unknown because like you said deep into the session at one point you get uncomfortable and i i remember i was getting uncomfortable it's because you could even get go out of body with this experience so that's it's what it like, felt like I'm yeah like, oh, you goodness, were, I, of
1: that. yeah
2: <laughs> yeah
1: it made me a little nervous and i was like no i'm gonna keep pushing i'm gonna keep pushing through <laughs> because i came here for a reason but i hadn't ex- felt that in my own body before and right it was amazing it really was and i'd love to dive in and chat about your events because your events that you host are a multi-sensory experience and mm. i'd love to hear about your events and What happens? What is the itinerary like? What can we expect when we come to one of your events?
2: Yeah, so I'm going to pull up my agenda here real quick. So we've turned these events into a one-day event with a half-day option if you just want to experience the holotropic with a sound bath. But we like to start our day with yoga and some Qigong and an opening ceremony. So it's to bless the container and it's to move the energy centers, to loosen it up to release anything stored in the body and just to clear out the space and create space for what we're about to dive into. Mm -hmm. Once we open up the day with some yoga and some Qigong, I have a keynote where I will talk about how to reprogram your subconscious and how to manifest any desire or uh, reality that you want. So first is really the lecture, the context around that there's two ways to manifest any desire in this world. It's your sleep Mm-hmm. And through sleep it's our subconscious. How do we tap into our subconscious right before you go to bed what do you constantly think about what what are you journaling about? what are your mantras right what are your affirmations yeah and I highly recommend people listening to this is that if you want to reprogram your life and you what really want to create a new reality for yourself then understand there's two ways to make that happen It's to dreaming of what I really want and desiring that and then believing in that as if it happened in the present moment. So one thing that people mistake when it comes to manifesting is that they will latch onto something and beg for that to happen, right? Instead, we're supposed to let go of that. Mm -hmm. Once we desire it, anchor it into our subconscious, and this is how we anchor it. We anchor it in before we go to sleep. When our brain waves are moving into theta, and the night's becoming calmer, and we're getting a little drowsy, this is when we can reprogram this unconscious. So it's through nightly affirmations, it's through nightly visualizations, or even what I I like to do is journal what you want to manifest, right? Because it's the second technique is through prayer or meditation. So it's like sleep or prayer and meditation. Those are the two modalities to manifest anything. So- Once we understand how to reprogram ourselves, then I have a workshop is an identity shift. How do you create the new you? And in this workshop, we define where we're at in life, what we are not happy with, and what do we want to change? And so the workshop allows us to redefine version 2.0 of yourself so you can move into this highest timeline. Because we always have infinite possibilities that can happen in our life based on the daily decisions and habits and the way we live our life, essentially creates that reality field. So if we look at this as a three-dimensional reality, we we'll call it the matrix, right? It's like, how do we step into here? We can step into here with our desires, our actions, our, our thinking, and our habits that really form how we think and feel about ourselves. Once we understand how we think and feel about ourselves, we can change those patterns in order to create a new reality. Then we break for lunch and then we move into discovering the power within so i'll introduce the container to ancient teachings that we can use and then we'll do a guided meditation and then we'll take a break and then the big event happens in the afternoon so at 3 p.m we move into stepping into this beautiful two and a half hour journey together and that's where i introduce the holotropic we start off with a slow we first activate the pineal through some old mantras that we use. Once we activate the pineal, we move right into the single breath. And then we move that breath as a container and it's a ride, it's a journey, and it gets to multiple peaks. We're able to release somatic trauma. We're able to down-regulate and then visualize our highest self, step into the highest timeline to be able to merge with our highest self. And that's part of the signature journey that I've created that's very unique is that you're able to merge through the guided meditation after the release. And then we do a pineal or DMT release at the peak. And then we downregulate with a beautiful one-hour sound journey. Essentially it makes you fall asleep, merge with your higher self. So imagine that you've now created the higher self through this beautiful journey. You've seen it, you felt it. Now we can just anchor into that and just fall into that with grace. And then when we wake up, we can realize, wow, we're in a new dimension. This is a new frequency. I feel different. I'm thinking different. I've cleared everything. I have clarity. I have purpose. And that's the goal for the event is to help people. Awaken at any level, awaken into a higher consciousness and to be able to tap into the power that's truly within themselves.
1: Sounds such an amazing experience. And I know you're coming here to Las Vegas on the 21st. Where else are you going in the next upcoming month? Are you traveling to the U.S.? And I know people yes. can- will have you. I'll drop all your leaks in the show notes as well, of course, too. Yes,
2: yeah, so we have Las Vegas for the 21st scheduled. We have Scottsdale for the 28th. And then we have L.A. and we have Joshua Tree. And then we have Sedona. Wow. Those are the five events we have planned so far. And we also have our signature return event in Costa Rica on January 30th next year. And then we'll probably announce a bigger city tour in 2024 where we'll hit other major metropolitan areas like Miami, Austin, places like that, Colorado.
1: And where can people go online? Can you drop your website and your social media links again for listeners out there that are interested in attending?
2: Yeah, absolutely. It's with awakenwithom, O-M, AwakenWithOm.com. So AwakenWithOm.com and our IG handle is also AwakenWithOm.
1: Amazing. I'm so excited about the work that you do and the event that you have upcoming. And it's been so wonderful chatting with you today and learning all about this amazing, incredible modality and agent techniques. Thank you for the work you do and coming on to share your knowledge with us.
2: Yes. uh, Thank you for having me, Jennifer. I look forward to getting the word out a little more.
1: (laughs) Thank you. Bye for now. All
2: right. Bye.
0: This podcast is brought to you by The Soul Experience, quantum healing hypnosis. Are you ready to embark on an inward journey of quantum healing? Quantum healing hypnosis is the most profound method of inner work and self-healing someone can do while on a spiritual path. In a single session, you experience past life regression, exploration between lifetimes, self-healing performed by your subconscious, release of trapped trauma, and answers to your most important life questions. Your higher self has a message for you and is here to help you and guide you on this life journey. Book a session today with Jennifer Mitchell at thesoulexperiences.com.